0: Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 297 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. That song you are hearing right now is, of course, Leave the Lights On from our good friends in Pacifier. You can check those guys out anywhere you get your music. And I'm really excited about today's episode because we're going to be joined in just a second by Mr. Tolik Bortz from AltruNight. AltruNight is a recently established nonprofit organization. They do a lot of uh, just really fantastic charity work. Uh, They've partnered with the Garden of Dreams Foundation as well as Adam Graves' Smile Zone Foundation. And Tolik and I are going to talk about all of that Tolik also happens to be a diehard New York Ranger fan, so we're certainly going to talk about the Rangers a little bit as well. Uh, I'm not telling you guys anything you don't already know, but this has certainly been a bizarre start to the season for the Rangers, to say the very least, and like I said, Tolik and I, we talk about Night, and we also talk about everything going on with the Rangers as well. So without any further ado, let's go ahead and play our conversation with Mr. Tolik Bortz. Enjoy. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, welcome our very special guest here today from Night, Mr. Tolik Bortz. Tolik, how are we doing today?
1: Wonderful, man. How are you, John? Thanks uh, for having me you know, on, son. Kind of
0: I've been a crazy season from the Rangers, as we were just talking about before I hit record here. But, uh, you know, I've definitely been looking forward to this conversation. I think you guys do some great work with Alternite. And, you know, I've been on the website kind of brushing up and learning a little bit about the organization. But I figure you can explain it better than anybody. So the floor is yours. Uh, how did Alternite sort of come to be? And uh, what are you guys all about?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we started uh, at the peak of the pandemic last year March. Uh, we were in efforts of helping out the hospitals and anyone in need, the first responders and essential employees with face masks when you couldn't find them anywhere. So we took a little bit of a, more of a unique approach. We started, uh, cultivating them out of, uh, fans own, uh, t-shirts and jerseys, uh, to the point where some of the ex-NHLers took notice, uh, we were donating it to them as well. And uh, you know how that goes with the selfies and everything. So that kind of took off. Uh, and then we got this, uh, kind of miracle phone call from the Rangers, uh, so we donated the masks to them uh, with uh, their own custom, custom, custom numbers uh, on the side before the qualifying rounds, uh, rounds against Carolina. And they were kind of featured on, uh, on social media and, and on TV. So, uh, but prior to that, even, we had, uh, we had thoughts of uh, starting our own company uh, and for profit organization uh, surrounding uh, our great sport of hockey. So that, that's exactly what we did. Uh, we formed our own, uh, our own non-for-profit organization. Uh, we named it Ultronite, uh, A-L-T-R-U-N-I-T-E. Um, and it's uh, for educational humanitarian purposes to get out into the community and extend our hands a little. Um, so it is derived from, uh, for, for hockey purposes mostly. What we do is we collect secondhand uh, uh, hockey equipment uh, for children that aren't fortunate enough to afford their own, as well as uh, raising monetary funds uh, for registration and cost fees uh, for hockey seasons. You know how expensive that can get as long as with the, with the equipment and how fast children grow out of, of that equipment. Uh, so we, we took on some partners that were able to help us along the way, including uh, Adam Graves uh, with his Smile Zone Foundation, he steered us in the right direction. Um, the Hockey Foundation, they, they donated 10 pallets, of new and used hockey equipment to us, which was, uh, I mean, amazing. So what we're doing now is that we're looking for rings, organizations and families in need of this equipment to donate to them, as well as raising the funds to get it over to them. So um, that's how we started. And that's these are the efforts that we're putting in so far.
0: Uh, you mentioned Adam Graves a second ago there, and I know that you guys have partnered with him and his organization. Uh, what has it been like working with him? Because, you know, he's one of those people, you never hear anybody say an unkind word about him. I mean, he just seems like really Uh, one of the good guys, you know, that has played in the NHL and just one of the good guys in the world and a personal favorite of mine when he was playing. So uh, what's it been like working with Graves?
1: Yeah, I mean, mine as well. Uh, I mean, he obviously anything to do with charity or giving back to the community. I mean, Adam, uh, he is the gold standard uh, of of those efforts. I mean, anytime uh, we would go for the Toys for Todd's Drive or any of the Junior Rangers uh, events, Adam was always there. And I kind of, uh, growing up... um, uh, like in the early 2000s and late 2000s w- wondering why is Adam always there only to come to find out he's he's actually one of the main individuals that is, uh, we're trying to get right now uh, and partner with as well as the Garden of Dreams Foundation. Uh, so he heads that that organization as well. He has his own foundation. They, they, uh, they call it Smile Zone. What they do is they reconstruct and build um, a new hospital room settings for children, like iPads and uh, painting murals, just a, a more stress-free setting for children to see their primary care physician. I mean, working with Adam has just been uh, amazing. He he gives so much advice and he steers us in the wrong uh, in the right direction. <clears throat> um, he's helped us to get uh, with the right individuals uh, to keep this not-for-profit uh, effort going. So it's just been absolutely magical working with him.
0: Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by RockAuto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning, like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX, and have to wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse just happens to carry? You have computers with access to RockAuto.com at home and in your pocket. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Betting on the Rangers doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert, Lee Sterling. Get daily picks and quick hitting advice to make the smartest possible wagers. Subscribe to the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. You know, it seems like in a fairly short amount of time, you know, Altru Night is really kind of grown by leaps and bounds. And you guys get so many donations. You know, you mentioned the secondhand uh, hockey equipment. Uh, what does it mean to you uh, seeing so many people uh, being willing to help? I mean, it's, it's a tough time for this country and for this world right now with the pandemic. And so many people are uh, willing to step in and uh, help out and, uh, you know, just try to make the world a better place, basically.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, families aren't working. Uh, some aren't working if they aren't. Um, we just didn't want, because of what's going on, whether it's pandemic or not, for a child to take a break or, or pause because someone's going uh, through a time where maybe funds aren't coming in uh, for a family to afford a child's season uh, or, or the equipment. Um, If that happens, I think a child could lose their focus and determination and just lose interest altogether and not continue the sport. I feel like what if so if a child may be 10 years old and he wouldn't play for a year or two? I mean, he would either pick a different sport or just just go back on the streets and hang it out out there uh, as to where he would continue that throughout high school. They would uh benefit uh wildly from that so and I take personal growth from that as well I didn't have the equipment or the the opportunity for my parents to pay for ice hockey I played some roller hockey but I only started ice hockey later in my life and I always thought what if you know um so we we kind of, we, we didn't want those things to happen to some of these families we wanted them to continue to, st- to stay with the sport they love to have the equipment necessary to play that sport uh, and uh, as well as, as supporting the, those registration policies, especially for travel league teams. So we want kids to stay on the right path uh, and with our sport.
0: Absolutely. And uh, another partner that you guys have uh, kind of linked up with, so to speak, is uh, the Garden of Dreams Foundation. I wanted to ask you about them. You know, how did that come to be and what has it meant for you guys? You know, I believe less than a year into your existence already, you know, doing work with the Garden of Dreams Foundation, who obviously do fantastic work themselves.
1: Mm-hmm. So we're in the process of that as we speak. So we we are in attempt to at donating to the to the Junior Rangers, uh, some of our equipment as well. But how we kind of got in, in in the process of, to begin with? i mean, i mean, Adam obviously is helping us with that as well. But we we've, we've been speaking to to Mark Messier and, and some of his colleagues there for from the Kingsbridge Ice Facility. That is, oh, is they they've been trying to get it up and going there in the Bronx. Uh, so they finally got, they raised all the funds there. Uh, it's opening up in 2022. Uh, <clears throat> they gave us some advice early on to, to contact the Gardeners Dreams. They gave us the, the right individuals to speak to. Uh, but our main focus is delivering this equipment and raising mo- mo- money in the funds for the underserved communities and the underprivileged families that aren't uh, uh, fortunate enough to, to afford it. So I, we felt like Bronx and uh, Harlem, and, and New York City w- w- would be the places where we start. So that's kind of how we got intertwined with the Garden of Dreams Foundation. So we're, we're, we're looking forward to working with them. I mean, it's, it's the foundation of Madison Square Garden. So it's a dream come true for yeah, us. Yeah,
0: Absolutely. And, um, you know, how can people if people are looking to get involved with All True Night? I mean, obviously, you guys have a website. People can donate on the website. Um, if somebody's looking to volunteer, kind of link up with you guys. Is there anything they can do to, to help out as well?
1: Oh my God! Absolutely. So we just created a very beautiful website. Uh, that's the spelling here. It is a l t r u, n i t e. dot com. Uh, <clears throat> we could be found on, on <clears throat> excuse me on all social media platforms, uh, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We even have a little TikTok account going on for little fun videos now. Uh, so ultranight.com, a l t r u. And I T E is where we can be found.com. And like I said, of course, all social media platforms.
0: All right. Awesome. And uh, you know, one event that kind of caught my eye, I saw you guys on the website are are promoting it. It looks like you're trying to raise $9,000 for this event. And that's the uh, Adam Graves 24 hour hockey tournament. And it's funny because I actually, there was a, you know, I used to cover local sports here in the Connecticut area and they actually did something similar where they were playing hockey for just 24 hours straight. And uh, even a couple of NHL players from Connecticut showed up for that. So that was really cool, really a nice thing. But um, yeah, I mean, what can you tell us about this event and uh, how much are you looking forward to participating in it?
1: Oh, my God, absolutely. So Adam w- w- was cool enough to invite us uh, to, to this event. He strictly said, OK, you'll play on my team. I said, no problem. <laughs> uh, it's come to a point where he and I uh, talk uh, a couple of times a month Uh, So with all of these COVID restrictions, this was supposed to happen about Memorial Day, Mm -hmm. uh, middle or end of May. Uh, They pushed it back to Labor Day. So that first week of uh, September, end of August. Uh, So, yeah, it's a it's a four charity event. They call it a 24 hour hockey uh, uh, challenge or event. (laughs) I'm sorry. And what they do is they raise funds. Each team brings about nine thousand dollars. Uh, and uh, yeah, they get to play Wh- whatever hour y- you're posted to play. You get to skate on those hours. I mean, just to play in that event with Adam and raising funds for for such a for such a good cause to raise uh, to raise the money to remodel children's um, pediatric rooms or hospital setting. I mean, you you, you got to go on that website. It's SmileZone.com. They have a Canadian entity and an American. Which kind of are, are, are two, two separate because of the international borders. But what they do, there's a link on our site um, as well that brings you to Smile Zone. It's just absolutely magical what they do for children. I remember myself as a kid, even nowadays, just sitting in, in a blank, empty room with a couple of chairs, no paintings, nothing to play with. All I could think was that I'm about to get a shot or I'm about to get go see see my doctor. And I was terrified. Uh, studies show that when the child is, is in a setting such as Adam Graves' smile zone, the stress is relieved. The child is, is in a happier mood. Uh, so it's just p- preparing them to see their doctors and not make it a scary situation, but rather a stress stress relief uh, setting. So that's, that's what we're trying to do with Adam here.
0: Now, that's great stuff. And uh, for the charity game, are you going to try to play on the same line as Adam Graves? I mean, how's that going to work? Do you want to play against him? How, how's that going to go for you?
1: Well, he, he invited me to play on his team. Uh, it would be an absolute uh, blessing to play in his line. But like <laughs> I said, just, just to be there w- would be uh, a life. For, I mean, here, we, he, here I am, a lifelong New York Rangers diehard fan. All of a sudden, within a year of launching our not-for-profit, um, we're able to establish some of these connections to where, I mean, the guy that I watched hoist the cup, I mean, the heart of the lion, uh invites us to one of his uh events that that's it's absolutely a humbling humbling experience to even speak to him uh but to be invited to to his charity hockey game is is on a whole level so yeah
0: today's episode of locked on new york rangers is brought to you by betonline.ag Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. BetOnline offers real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to the website... Or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Once again, BetOnline.ag. February is Black History Month and the Locked On Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and success of black men and women in sports with a new series called Locked On Presents More Than the Game. Right now, you can hear Candace Cooper of Locked On Tar Heels and Erica Ayala of Locked On Women's Basketball discuss the opportunities and challenges that come with being a black woman in sports. Subscribe to the Locked On Presents podcast feed on the radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. And, uh, you know, you mentioned, uh, seeing Adam Graves win the Stanley Cup, seeing the Rangers win the Stanley Cup. I, uh, I actually watched your interview with Tom Laidlaw Tom's awesome. Uh, he was a guest on Locked on Rangers. He was the first former Ranger we ever got. So uh, he's the man. And, um, oh. you know, one, one thing I gathered from that is you, you, you and I are about the same age. So we were both very young when the Rangers uh, won the Stanley yep. Cup. But uh, what do you remember from that? And were you already in the United States at that point? Or were you watching from Russia? How, how did that feel for you?
1: Yeah, so I, I immigrated to this country at eight years old in 1992, uh, watching the, the Red Army, the USSR. Uh, some of our, our players, Fetisov, uh, Kozlov, Fedorov, Bure, I watched these these guys as a young kid uh, from what I remember at, at six years old up to eight. Uh, and coming coming here to the United States, it's, it, was, it, 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 it was a big change to watching NHL because you watch the Russian stars. I mean, they were winning on a daily basis, so it kind of got almost boring to, to expect them. that They'll be winning on, on every level and every single day. But in the NHL, it was so competitive. And two years later, it kind of felt like, you know, they hoisted the cup. Uh, As a child, you'd think they hoisted it for you. You know, you come to this country. And then uh, 25, 26 years later now, uh, they haven't won one. So it's it's been a struggle being a Ranger fan uh, ever since. And and you wish they would hoist it and you wish your kids can see that that happened. But, yeah, watching uh, someone like Adam and Mark and Alexei Kovalev and Mike Richter, I mean, the, the core of the Rangers lift that cup and to see that their banners now in the garden um is a little surreal but yeah i'm just we're waiting for the next one here so i'm raising three boys and i, and I pray that uh, i get to i get to experience that with them
0: yeah they got close a couple of times not too long ago man you know they they got to the finals against the kings and uh, yeah. unfortunately you know you get the three overtime games yeah. and the kings won all three of them so yeah man it's it's tough even just just <laughs> reminiscing breaker. about that now they were so close you know
1: Oh my God. Uh, yeah, 2014, uh, uh, a heartbreaker, but you kind of got to get over it. I mean, I, I wish they kept some of that, that team together. <clears throat> uh, I, I think just because some of the players aren't uh, your everyday producers. I think that chemistry, <clears throat> that, that 2013, 2014, 2015 team just had this special bond, just watching them behind the scenes and going out to restaurants together and doing all of these events together. <clears throat> I mean, haggling zuccarella back in the day it just it felt like a such a very glued team it's it, 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 it was awesome to watch them And like i said a lot of these guys that didn't produce anisimo dubinsky on a daily level it didn't mean that they should be separated just keep them together if they're doing well they're going they're winning the president's trophy and they're going to the cup finals they're doing something right yeah, you know yeah, um yeah. so maybe break up a couple of pieces here and there but just to, to to, to rebuild altogether. I think I think they should have kept that team together for at least another year or two.
0: Yeah, they might have uh, been able to have one more run in them. I, I would agree with that. Um, but, uh, you know, they're going with the rebuild now, and they, they've got some young, exciting players on yeah. this team. And as somebody that I've just been tremendously impressed with this season, and I'll ask you about him as well, is uh, Ke'Andre Miller. I mean, he's got to be in the rookie of the year conversation so far, uh, just exceeding all expectations. Uh, what, what do you think about him and uh, just the team in general?
1: I mean – uh I I'm a natural offenseman. I grew up playing offense. Uh I kind of transitioned in the last couple of couple of years, like 10 years to, into a goalie. I know it's a little bit of wild, but just watching defensemen play is is so much tougher than anything else. I mean, and and to be a two-way defenseman, it, it's just all that more magical, but uh it's not defense I believe in in the game of hockey, everything starts from defense. And I know it's a little bit of cliche to say, but Everything starts from defense, and Keandre Miller uh, is—I mean, to me, every player that performs well in the ranges lately, especially the last couple of years, is uh, is a surprise. You know, you 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 keep hearing the hype, you know, like the, the VC and everybody else, and then and then they're, they're average. From what I've seen so far, from Keandre is is absolute stud. I mean, this guy is big; he could take the body. Uh, but the, it's how he uses his mind. He's, very, he's a very smart player. Yep. Uh, I feel like Fox and, and Keionger will be our most outstanding star defensemen uh, c- coming out here. So I'm very impressed. I hope they keep him. I hope they give him a chance. I hope these coaches and, and, this, and the staff and, the ma- and management gives them a little time to grow. Give them some patience. I mean, even Lafreniere and Kako. They're kids. You got to remember, they're just kids, you know. So they still yeah. they still need time to grow and to learn. I mean, you're we're forever learning. And if the, the if we grow our defense, uh, I think some some pretty cool things might happen with the Rangers soon.
0: Absolutely. And uh, somebody else I wanted to ask you about. Obviously, he left the Rangers this past offseason, but that's Henrik Lundqvist, absolute legend. Um, basically, did everything on the Rangers except win the Stanley Cup. But you know, he goes through uh, what he went through in the offseason, needing open heart surgery. How tough was it for you, first of all, to see Henrik Lundqvist leave? Because I saw your interview with Tom Laidlaw, and uh, I know you have played a little bit at goalies. So uh, how tough was it for you to see Henrik Lundqvist leave and then also uh, hearing the news that he was going to need open-heart surgery? Although it does seem like he's starting to do a little bit better now.
1: Yeah, he's, he's back into working out. I, I didn't think – I I still don't think he should be coming back. I think this is his time to actually realize – I mean, it's maybe a bad thing to say, uh, and uh, but I think of his health first. I mean yeah. – for me to see, I idolized Henrik. I probably have every one of his jerseys in different styles and colors. Um, I mean, he w- he was, uh, I mean, I grew up idolizing Wayne Gretzky as a forward, uh, but as a goaltender, obviously y- you watch Mike Richter uh, hoist the cup and he's your God, but my idol is Henrik. Um, just the effort he puts in every day. So for me, it was absolutely heartbreaking to, to get that news. Nonetheless, to go on a different team and you understand why and what has to happen. And it's, it's a business. So, okay. <clears throat> but the whole hard thing, it, it I mean, it, 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 sh- it, shook me up personally because, I mean, I, I idolize these guys and I look up to them so much because of what they do out in the community as well. And just off the ice. And I, uh, Henrik Lundqvist I'm a big advocate for the Henrik Lundqvist foundation. Uh, we try to be involved in that as well. Um, but just to see such a, such a wonderful talent, such a wonderful guy go through such a painful streak. in just, just this last year, um, I know a lot of fans can relate, but it was just absolutely heartbreaking to see what he's going through. I really hope he bounces back on a personal level, uh, on a hockey level. Um, it's just, I think it's time for him to, to to be with his family, but I really do hope what I'm looking for the most is for him to come back to the Rangers organization and to join us once more in uh, on, on one shape, form, or another.
0: I totally agree with basically everything you just said there, really. Um, the one thing I have floated out there as a possibility on my podcast a couple of times is, you know, obviously he goes through this adversity and, you know, he had signed on with the Capitals this season. You're thinking like, oh, you know, maybe he can win a Stanley Cup somewhere else. That would be cool to see. And I think you hit the nail on the head, you know, family first when it comes to Henrik Lundqvist but I, I do have to float out that possibility. Like if he gets cleared to play hockey, if he comes back to either the capitals or, you know, there's always rumors that maybe he'll go to the avalanche. If he somehow wins a Stanley cup yeah. at the age of like 40 or 41 or whatever, he's going to be after all this. <sighs> I mean, my God, the storybook ending of all storybook endings, would,
1: would it not be? Oh my God. Yeah. It would be uh, an absolute Cinderella story. And we all love those. And yes, that's, <laughs> I, I hate, I hate to say it sometimes, but that's, and i love to say it at the same time. That's on the back of my mind probably every time I think of him. And, and what I think of most and what I relate to is just <clears throat> when I watch these Stanley Cup video clips and, and things like that of Joe Sackick handing off the Stanley Cup to Ray Bork yep. uh, after 20 somewhat years, and that's what's on my mind. I, I would have no doubt in my mind if, if Henrik wins the Cup, I mean, knock on wood, and I really do hope he does. I don't care for what team. Yeah. Uh, a man of that stature and and his and his efforts to, I mean throughout his whole career, like I said, on and off the ice, he deserves it. like I said, whether it's for one team or another, um, his numbers speak for himself. Look at what he has done for the New York Rangers. I mean statistically wise, uh, yeah, he's better than than Mike, but Mike lifted the cup and essentially in your in your portfolio and your resume that that's the one thing that you need to. Is he a Hall of Famer? Of course, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. You still need to lift that cup, and I wish nothing less for him uh, than than to lift that cup. And, and I really do hope he gets to lift it first on his team, and, and for a captain to hand it off to him.
0: Absolutely, it, w- it would truly be amazing. And uh, one other question I want to ask you about the current Rangers. You know, Mika Zibanejad has kind of come under some criticism this season. I guess you could call it. Um, obviously, he's struggled yeah. to produce at the level that he produced at last year and in previous seasons. Uh, do you think he eventually gets it going here? Yeah. I mean, I, I've been saying that he's just too talented. Sooner or later, you know, the dam's going to break and, and he'll get it going. But uh, mm-hmm. w- what do you expect from Mika on the rest of the way here?
1: I mean, I have a couple of thoughts and uh, I, I, I might get a little bashing for it uh, if someone hears this. T- to be honest with you, I never o- over expect uh, a player. I never get too close to a player. I never get overexcited because they had one or two good seasons. I mean, you see, it's like a stock market with these players. They do great for two seasons, and then they're invisible for the next. So while everybody was hyping, and then the five-goal uh, the five game, you know, that didn't help this. So I never really thought he was it, – it, it he, is he a good player? Is he a smart player? Yes. But he's one of those players that absolutely needs to be on a, on a totally fulfilled chemistry line. He needs to be with his guys. It's like, it's like two brothers. They know where they're going to be. They know what they're doing. They know what they're thinking. Uh, if, he, if he gets put on the line w- w- with someone that it just doesn't mesh well, it's just not going to happen for him. I never really thought he was this outstanding, um, this outstanding player. Uh, but like I said, in the back of my mind, uh, is he going to come back out of this drought? Yes. Is he going to hit the numbers that he hit last year? Absolutely not. It's already too late. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, who knows? But do I wish do I wish he would come back to it? Do I wish he would be that player like we need on a team like Panarin or like his advantage at himself uh, last year? Do I want him to score another five goals? Of course, I'm a Ranger fan. Um, But I just I, I don't see it in him this year. I don't see that fearlessness. I don't see that 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 drive, that devotion, you know. I mean, even telling by last year, by like some of the smiles and the smirks he made after he scored those goals, you could see like this guy wants it. You know, I don't see it this year. Maybe it has something to do with him being sick a little earlier. Um, I don't know, but I really do. He, he gets a a big bounce back. I think he's one of those guys that deserves it too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, I think one of the biggest surprises with him this year is, you know, I've talked about this on my show as well, but you know, him and Kreider, they were so good together last year and the magic's just not there this year. It's, it's so hard to explain yep. why it's missing. We saw the two of them link up for so many beautiful goals last year. And uh, for whatever reason, just hasn't mm-hmm. happened so far this season,
1: you know? Yeah. And who knows? Maybe it has something to do with Kreider. And like I said, this game is such a chemistry game nowadays. Back in the day, I mean, you, you, you had one or two guys. It's like in football, a, a guy can, a quarterback can carry the whole team. And look at that with Tom Brady. He proved it. The hockey is not that kind of game anymore, at least not anymore. Back in the day, can one superstar or two on the team or like the Russian five, can it lead the whole team? Yeah, absolutely. Now it's it's a team chemistry game. And if and if one or two guy, guys are off their game, I think it's kind of it spirals down. So I think he's I think maybe he's uh, I think Quinn is going to have to re- rethink the strategy with the lines here on this one. I gotcha,
0: And uh, yeah, again, Talit, this was a ton of fun, man. Uh, you guys are doing some fantastic work with all. Yeah. Is there anything else you, you want to say to anyone or anywhere any place you can direct people to, to make a donation? Obviously, you got the website there. So any uh, closing thoughts
1: for you? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, whatever comes in, I mean, we're happy to go out. So if any of your listeners are, uh, if, if anybody knows of a family or a facility that is in need of, of child's hockey equipment, we're more than, than happy uh, to, to provide them with, with that gear. Um, and if anybody's willing to donate, like I said, we deliver this equipment right out of our, our, our organization's funds. So we are looking for monetary funds t- uh, to grow this organization. But mostly right now at, at our beginning stages, it's mostly pretty much to rent trucks to, to, for gas. So if anybody has the opportunity to donate, please do at alternate.com. Um, you will see us in the near future, within the next three years, to becoming a, a mainstream uh, industry leader for non profits especially with our sports so it is a l t r u n i t e.com
0: awesome stuff man well talik again this this is a blast uh you are more than welcome to come back on this show anytime yeah we'll talk about ultra night we'll talk about the rangers and uh whatever else we get into
1: we would absolutely love to john thank you so much for your time and your effort you you have no idea it means the absolute world to us for you to provide a platform uh, to spread our awareness so thank you so much
0: Happy to do it, man. You guys are doing a great
1: job over there. So thank you for joining.
0: All right. so once again, a huge thanks to Mr. Tolik Boards from All True Night for joining the show here, telling us a little bit about his uh, wonderful nonprofit organization, and for talking some Ranger hockey as well. It was a great time, and we'll definitely have to have Tolik back on the show at some point down the road. And a big thanks to all of you guys, as always, for tuning in to the Locked on New York Rangers podcast, your team every day. Uh, That will do it for today. Obviously, the Rangers, uh, tomorrow night, Wednesday night, they're going to be back in action against the Philadelphia Flyers, and for all the drama surrounding this team, for everything that's happened so far this season, again, it's been Just a really rocky... Uh, start to the season for the Rangers. There's really no other way to put it, but they are nevertheless going for their third consecutive win tomorrow night against the Flyers. So make sure you come back tomorrow. We will talk about that in tomorrow's episode. And then, of course, on Thursday, uh, win or lose against the Flyers. We'll be back here to talk about the result of that game as well. So, uh, again, thank you guys for tuning in. If you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore rangers once again that is at lo underscore ny underscore rangers thanks again guys i'll see you next time